Hey guys, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on where you are listening from all over the world. And welcome to Love Lockdown, the podcast, where non-relationship experts give relationship advice that perfectly works for them. I am one of your hosts, Britt, aka Britt Brat on YouTube. And I'm Chris, aka Jack Ryan. And this episode today is brought to you by Initial Brands Incorporated. Initial Brands Incorporated is your one-stop shop for branding, marketing, design, and print. If you're ready to start, grow, or just add to your current business, visit iBrandCorp.com where they do the work for you. Today's episode may help a few of you out because we will be discussing how to tell your relationship is ending. Are you aware it's over? Today's topic may be a tough pill to swallow because we are going to be discussing how to know when it's over. It's over. It's over now. <laughs> yeah. Man. Signs when, on when it's over. When it's over, you got to throw it out the window. You definitely have to do that. But some people don't know when it's over, even though there are signs. That's why they have us. So go and break them down with that definition you do teach a lady. <laughs> well, Webster, good old Webster says that... It's over is pretty much the past or beyond something done with and no longer experiencing. So no longer interested in or concerned about someone or something. Wow. What about the urban? Good old urban. Urban Meyer. <laughs> uh, over, a term to describe your feelings. I feel over with school. That's a newer one for the urban dictionary, mm, actually. They, kept, they said it was they just at it. They kept it classy. Yeah. Over. So... You know I got to turn around and give you the American and pop culture definition of over, right? But of course. Why? Why is that? This is America, Jack. The American and pop culture definition of over is basically finished, finito, good night, goodbye, Irene, see you later, saranara, <laughs> tomorrow, never again. Yeah, Finn. What's Finn? Finn is over too at the end of stories. Remember mm. Finn? Girl, you love teaching. You don't talk me something. <laughs> ben. <laughs> so, yeah. So, basically, over is what it is, man. It's time. Yeah. So, as we get into the, to the meat of this topic, we got to tell you where this stemmed from. Me and Britt actually ran across an article from, what is that uh, site? I actually found mine on YouTube the other day. I was scrolling through and saw something called Eight Signs to Tell That It's Over. Right. And then I found the article on Best Life Online. Yeah. That said 20 signs to tell when your relationship is really over. Oh, you had 20. I only had eight for mine. Yeah. I didn't so, watch it, though, so I wanted to keep this fresh in case. Oh, yeah. And we, I didn't share the article with her either, y'all. So we're going to discuss this stuff. We both have our own topics going into the meat that we're going to bring up fresh and new for y'all. We're going to discuss them right in front of y'all. Because this is Love Lockdown. Yes, it is. So first and foremost, we always go into our perspectives first. So with a woman's perspective, do you think it's the same pretty much as a male? No, I think we got two different total perspectives on something being over. Really? Okay, well, I think when it comes to a woman's point of view, we like to try to hold on to things as long as we can, especially when there's something on the table. So being if it's someone who has some money 
or if it's someone who is just like your safe guy, like even when you know it's over. Especially somebody who got some money. Yeah, yeah. No, for real. <laughs> like I'm just being honest, you know. I feel like I've never been oblivious to signs. I've never personally felt the signs. I've felt them with me personally for someone else that I was in the relationship, but I haven't felt it with the other person I'm with, if that makes any sense. So you've never been on the other end of his being over and you you being the one who not knows it's over. Yeah, exactly. I've always just felt that. I've, I've had that before. Well, ain't you special? Yeah, but I feel bad because every time we do these episodes, I feel like I've never personally experienced the opposite part. Like, it's always me doing the... I feel like... Girl, that's because you blessed like an asshole. <laughs> like, people are probably like, this bitch is lying. But, like, no, I've never felt this stuff, and I feel bad every time we talk. Like, I've never been through it, but I haven't, so... Well, don't get it twisted, though. The males also drag things out. Yeah. They just do it in a different way. Why do you think that is? Because males are sloppy. <laughs> we we might think something is over and we're trying to hold on to it. Uh-huh. But we show every sign in the book that we are done and over it, even if we're trying to fake like it's not yeah. to use somebody. Yeah. We, we, we just don't have the attention to detail that you need in order to fake it. Got you. Got you. Like, for instance, uh, guys, guys know stuff is over long before... It happens because guys are mostly attentive to mm-hmm. what good are they getting from it. That's true. And then when you start looking to the outside for other stuff, then you know it's really over. Mm. So, you know, guys kind of know. That's deep. I'm going to go another step closer than what you're saying with women. I feel like we know, too. It's just that we're just more. <sighs> I don't know even what that word is that I'm thinking of right now, but I think we're in denial. Like we like we'll know, but we still just don't want to accept it. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, that's pretty much what I feel like women. Yeah, for men it's just it's the same it's the same. It's more similar than I thought it was gonna be. Mm-hmm. But I think that males kinda like ease out of situations a lot easier. Like Yeah, you guys definitely because do. Because we, we have more control over our emotions and I hate to say that, but we are taught to control our emotions. No, but it's true because we're so emotional. I feel like even me, like I said, I've been in situations where I was just like comfortable and I cared more about hurting feelings. Like I want it out, but I don't want to hurt feelings. So I was stuck, if that makes sense. Yeah, there's been very few decisions I've made in life that uh, were based off of somebody else's feelings. Yeah, see, yeah, that's where we, that's where we differ. I probably can count them we on care. Like two, two fingers. <laughs> <laughs> so have you ever had any personal experience then with this uh something being over when i don't know it's over mm-hmm. no yeah me neither no first time i think we've ever agreed on something no with I, I haven't personal i don't ever think that i was engaged that deeply mm-hmm. to care enough mm-hmm. if it was over so I, I don't think before you i was ever engaged deeply enough emotionally into a relationship to care yeah no it's same here and i think that also goes with the way you're raised because i was raised to like know that even when i was in relationships at a young age that it wasn't going to be something that was going to last forever which is really messed up to say but i always went into things like oh this is just a high school relationship so like are we really going to get married you know what i mean so it kept me from getting too close and too serious yeah, well, so well, when it was over, it was over. Well, girls naturally keep the back door open anyway, just in case they need to run out of anything. I've heard that. Y'all keep options open. I've heard that, but I don't 
I would say that might be true a long time ago, but in 2019, with like there's, all the social media there is and everything, I I feel there's like even more of a way to do it. I feel like you guys are just as even as we are now. Oh, well, guys, like never, it's, see the difference between girls and guys is we never close them options off. Mm. So guys just normally, if they're not serious about something, they never get rid of their options in the first place. Got you. So. So unless you gave away the black book, like the yeah. options are always open type deal. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think we're the same thing. It's just that everybody's pretty much even now because everybody has a chance with anybody these days Man, with the crazy. DM and the way everything Man, is shoot, set up. The shoot your shots. <laughs> so let's get into the meat of this topic. Okay. Um, and what we did was we took some of the um, discussion from the article. Mm-hmm. And we're going to go through and we're going to discuss topics that we haven't discussed together yet. So let's step right into it. What do we have up first? Both become extremely agreeable. Wow. Mm -hmm. So one of the main signs when something is over is that both people become extremely agreeable. I think that's huge. So what's that mean to you, agreeable? I think that is when you're not even worth the argument anymore. Oh, got you. So like you just basically feel as if this person is not worth the time of arguing so you let them believe what they believe Mm -hmm. and i think that's really funny that that's one of them and you want to know why why because i feel like a lot of people especially when they start relationships they're always so proud to be like we've never fought you know i mean i feel like a lot of people reflect the relationship on the fact that they never have arguments and they think that that is a good thing but people don't understand that until you have disagreements and you actually like care enough to debate and come to a actual conclusion yeah like until you debate and come to a solution that fits both parties Mm -hmm. that problem never gets fixed exactly so this could go i could see this confusing a lot of people and not realizing that this is a sign because like i said i know a lot of couples that are so proud of the fact that they agree on everything but really in actuality i feel like that's a problem that's definitely a problem Mm -hmm. Uh, and somebody smart said it best if everybody in the room is thinking the same somebody's not thinking right so and to be honest i think that people reason people will get it confused is Mm -hmm. is because people don't have the correct tools to debate correctly with their significant other so every Mm -hmm. debate becomes a fight got you Every debate becomes an argument and not just because people don't know how to use tone, which a lot of people don't, (laughs) but people also don't know how to basically take stuff for face value. For instance, and and, and don't make me the the bully here, but women have doctor's degrees and changing the argument. Yeah. Like basically you'll be arguing about shoes and I can say, no, gym shoes is better to walk in. Because they're more comfortable. And then you'll be like, what you mean by gym shoes? (laughs) So that's a whole other argument that we're about to start. And we're not going to ever get to the solution of what the real argument is about. Yeah, that's true. People tend to turn it around. They don't have the correct tools to stay on topic. To be honest with you, though, I think the real problem is, is that what you just said about gym shoes I think when it turns into something more, it's because there's something like under the surface. Yeah, beneath it. 
beneath it for sure like when women do that it's not because they're really upset that you said gym shoes well i think there's something else you did that pissed them off earlier that day and they're like okay this is my time well i also feel it's because women don't like losing the argument so whenever (laughs) they see Mm -mm. that the argument is heading in a direction where they cannot defend themselves correctly they make it take a turn to where it's a brand new argument again so they stand a chance especially with men especially with men especially like i know there's a lot of same-sex relationships out here these days i don't know personally how that one goes but i know when it is a heterosexual relationship that as a woman is very difficult to be able to discuss things with a man and have him say something opposite of what you feel because you already are just equipped you know what i mean with the idea that you have to handle yourself and just try to. Well, I think it's more, and this is where education comes in handy because, and it's, and they don't teach us enough of this in school. Like they teach you how to articulate yourself as far as speaking, Mm -hmm. but they don't teach you how to articulate yourself when you're upset. No, they don't. And I think that's important, especially these days. No, but because they're they're babying it now. Mm-hmm. Everything has to be uh, a mental issue. Yeah. No, you're just upset and you don't know how to articulate yourself. So you start a whole new argument that has nothing to do with nothing. Right. And it's definitely not being taught these days. So not. I think they need to get back into expressing that. Right. Teaching and, that. And this ain't on the list, but I think that's a whole other thing as well. Mm-hmm. Like a, a, a lot of guys don't care. To articulate their problems. Well, I guess that goes back into the the whole agreeable thing, right? Yeah, it does. This is interesting. Yeah. It, it, it is. We crazy. can have like a whole conversation on this alone. Oh, just I being feel. agreeable. Yeah, that's crazy. Like actual arguments in our relationship, we can probably count on one hand. Mm-hmm. We've been together for forever, probably. Years. Years I now. can't even. Like maybe nine <laughs> Nine years now. Yeah. We've known married each other. Married four. Married four years. We've known each other forever. Yeah. So and, we just like lucked out a little bit because we were right. friends first and we grew up together like, pretty much and watched each other. And every day that and friendship comes in handy. It definitely does. We work together every day. Mm-hmm. You know, we own a business. So the friendship part comes in handy. But let's get to the next topic because we'll we'll make this into a whole show. I know that. I think we need to get back to that, though, and have a whole show on that topic alone because that's a huge thing. Yeah, y'all y'all let us know on our Facebook page, our Instagram page, our website, yeah, if y'all website. want a full episode on being agreeable yeah. or being too agreeable in a relationship. It's important. So avoiding going home. Avoiding going home. Mm, this is a big one for me because I feel like a lot of people run into this one when they have kids and families Yeah, and the structure gets jankety. Yeah. No, we don't have kids yet. So we don't have kids yet, but we've already got plans and stuff in place for when we have kids to where we can, um, still be us yeah pretty much and that's an important thing to do is discuss that beforehand right a lot of people don't have the opportunity to do so and i'm not knocking those people but like you guys if you have the opportunity with your significant other to discuss what it's going to be like before you actually have your kids do it do it it's important to do because like 
you guys are two completely opposite different people. Raised two completely opposite different ways. <laughs> and you're going to make one. Like a baby is going to be both of yours, but both of your personalities put together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you two are not always going to agree on what you're doing with that kid. But it's important to act as if you are agreeing with it in front of that kid. <laughs> right. Well, just even with us, like uh, we have a lot of healthy debates on what we would do in situations with our kids. We always talk about how our kid will be educated, mm-hmm. what, what we're going to do to educate our kid, what we want to have a focus on and, and things like that. And what we want to give the kid to make sure that the kid is his own person. Yeah. And then we talk and sometimes we have totally different, Agreements on right. things. Brittany was raised Catholic. Yeah. I was raised Baptist. Stuff like that is important. All uh, of that is important to yeah. discuss. We were just raised in two totally different ways. Yeah. So uh, we have discussions about it, and they're and they healthy discussions. But I believe that not, not having these discussions and the surprise babies and, uh, you know, the blended families, I believe that that is the cause of the, the number one cause of the not wanting to come home things because mm-hmm. the structure is janky. Mm-hmm. So, the man will work all day, or the woman will work all day, and then you come home to a janky household where nothing's clean, everybody's screaming and running around, and you done worked twelve hours, nine hours, eight hours, drove home for an hour. Man, that patience just isn't there anymore. No, you don't have it. <laughs> you just don't have it, which then, is totally human. Right, and then you look at the other person as if, what have you done all day? Mm-hmm. So what do you think about people who aren't actually, like, married, avoiding? Like, what's their avoidance? Same like, thing. people who don't live together. It's, and I think it's unhappiness, period. Mm-hmm. Like, I know a lot of people who, you know, live at the bar. They're, like, regulars at the bar at my age. I'm 33. There you go. So Bar regulars. Mm-hmm. They'd rather be out with other people than at home with their significant other and family. Or just hanging out. If you don't actually live together, so maybe what, like avoiding text messages, not picking the phone up as often as you used to? No, I just think it's more of just not wanting to come home, period. Mm-hmm. You don't even got to avoid texting. Hey, I'm at the bar. What are you going to do? You're, gonna, you're not going to argue with me on the phone. I'm going to hang up. Yeah, that's true. And you just don't have the same effect anymore when you hang up on people. The click just isn't there. So yeah. it's just not even <laughs> as fun no. as it used to be. But yeah, somebody not coming home or not wanting to come home always finding something else to do, I think that's definitely a sign that the relationship is over. Do you think anybody would not realize that's a sign, though? Well, first of all, you, you gotta be... You ha- but a lot of people don't realize it's a sign because they've never been happy coming home. Mm, so it's something they're just Start- used to. Starting with childhood. Got you. So, in order to realize that it's a sign, you gotta know what it's like to be happy coming home. Got you. Well, I get so excited to come home to my house. Same here. Like we, we, for instance, we just talked about the other day. Yeah, we we love Vegas. Yeah, tear Vegas to pieces every time we go. Have a ball, act a fool, and at the sixth seventh day, I'm like, yeah, right. This is my crib, and it's the funnest place on earth. Yeah, for adults, it's like Disney World for for adults. So if that place can still make me miss home, that just lets me know that there's there's no not too many places I'd rather be. Right. Hmm. Well, I haven't have felt, had that feeling being with you, so. No, and then this is something you could do to test. Uh, if, for instance, you test them by saying, hey, you want to go out to eat or do you want to pick up food? Mm-hmm. 
if if somebody often wants to go to a place that you normally would sit down in and they want to bring the food home, they happy at home. Yeah. They that's happy true. at home. <laughs> because that's a big thing. Who doesn't want to be served and eat and eat out? But if that person like, yo, let's just grab this, pick this up, and come to the crib, that's a big sign. If your DoorDash pretty much is not being used at least man, how many times a month? Man, we need a DoorDash <laughs> sponsorship in this month. DoorDash sponsorship. We got the, the premium service where delivery is free from most places. And man, we the DoorDash people know us. Seriously, at this point, it's just because we just don't want to leave and it's the best. So it's the best. That goes along then with avoiding spending time alone together. Yes, it does. And that's another one of the topics they had in the article is avoiding spending time alone together. Mm -hmm. That's just the same thing as not wanting to come home. And, and it's because basically you're unhappy. I just think that's wild. There's a lot of people that like to hang out with others like all the time, though. Like, what do you what do you say about that? Even when they first get in the relationship. Okay. What do you, how how would you tell that as a sign? You know what I mean? Let me let me let me keep it real here. Mm -hmm. A lot of the things that deal with coming home and spending time with other people has to do with space, especially as a man. Mm -hmm. If you don't have your own space in the household where you can go, chill, put your hand in your pants, walk around in your drawers, watch the game in peace. That's when you start looking to outside sources to go hang out with your boys and watch the games that B does. Because it's not it's not that you don't like being at home sometimes, but it's you don't want to be disturbed. Yeah, it's just everybody needs their space. And I feel like a lot of people get offended when like their husbands want a man cave or when their girls want a she shed, for example. Like right. people take offense to that, but in actuality you're helping your relationship because like it's good and healthy to have space and to allow your partner to create that space because if not then that's the trouble right a, pri a private in-home studio is yeah. basically saying i want to be here but the stuff i want to do is not here mm -hmm. uh private video game set up to where you can just go play the video game and enjoy yeah that stuff is stuff saying hey i want to be at the crib but i got to be able to play the game but that also goes along, along with what we talk about all the time. Like, we always discuss how some people just aren't happy being alone. Yes. So you, I feel like you guys listen to this. Like, seriously, you have to be okay with being alone before you get into a relationship. Period. Say it loud and proud. Period. Gotta be okay with it. You have to be because, like... There's so many people that just can't even fathom being by themselves for 10 minutes. And if you're that person, when you get in a relationship, like, that's just trouble. It's trouble because it puts so much pressure on the other person it to does. always entertain you. Suffocating. Like, no, no one is anyone's clown. Yeah, you know what I mean? Nobody like, wants to be your court justice. <laughs> no. So be okay to be alone with your thoughts and having your own things to do. Yeah, first. First. And you won't have these problems about not wanting to come home or always want to hang out with your boys. Like, don't get me wrong. We still hang out with our friends all the time. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But we do it in a manner where it's not every night. It's not all night. No. It's not all the time. But it's enough to where we still see our friends and it's not a hindrance. So if I ever say, hey, yo, I'm going to my brother's house to watch the game. I'm going to hang out with the boys at B-Dubs have some drinks. I'm going to my uncle's bar to hang out. 
she ain't gonna ever question me because she's gonna be like, shoot, he don't never do this. Yeah, it's, yeah, especially since you never do it. It's just like, I'm actually excited for you. Right. <laughs> it's like, really, for real? But I feel like to train yourself up for that, what would you say is the perfect way? Like, me, I went to college and I lived alone my junior year. I had an apartment by myself. I mm-hmm. felt like that was a really great transition. And young kids, I don't know if young kids listen to this, but if you're like, High school above. I feel like that's the best advice I can give you is to live alone. I lived alone my last three years in college. Well, my last, yeah. Because even though I had a roommate mm-hmm. for a couple of those years, uh, when, I had went to, when I had went to Eastern, transferred to Eastern for a second, my roommate worked opposite times. I worked midnights. He worked days. So throughout the day, I had class. And I had the house to myself. I never see dude. You know what I'm saying? So it was basically like living alone. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And same way when I had my own apartment. It's something special about coming home and winding down and being by yourself and learning yourself. Yeah. And it's like the perfect transition. Um, Some people do it a little backwards where they live alone. Then they have a roommate. But I feel like having a roommate first and then living alone because you learn yourself with someone else mm-hmm. <laughs> that's not even someone that you're actually in a relationship with. And mm-hmm. then you learn yourself by yourself after that, which is even better because you're learning responsibility in two different ways. Again, not being in a relationship with that person. And you also learn how much space you need as mm-hmm. a person to be comfortable. You do. So you know, okay, if I, if I got an area of the house that's mine, I need the TV. I need my video game. I need a sound system. And this is all the stuff that I'm going to do by myself to be happy. And that's the truth because you wouldn't know any of that. Like when we were moving into our house together, the first thing he said, we need a basement, right? That was part of picking the house. It's seriously a part of picking the house. I said, I need a room for me to be able to film. I, I wanted a movie room, but my room to film is pretty much that. So, like, you just learn that you want certain things, and then once you get together, you don't even have to question it. Right. You don't know any of that without doing it. So, Yeah, so the, so the next thing that we, we're going to talk about is basically your gut is telling you something. Mm. Now, this is the discussion that me and Britt have often. <laughs> because people on social media always have to talk about uh, they feel like they man is cheating or somebody went through somebody's Facebook or phone or somebody went through somebody's something. Dude, if you feel like you got to go through my stuff or you feel like whenever I go out, I'm cheating. Then you know, and you just shouldn't be with that person. Like Biggest sign that it's over. It's, that's just the most irritating feeling. And sometimes I feel like social media and the way life has everything, like society has everything set up these Mm -hmm. days, like they make it seem like if you're not going through that person's phone, like they're hiding something. And I think it's opposite. Like the only time I even pick your phone up is when you're like, hey, babe, order from DoorDash. You know what I mean? He's got free Dasher pass right now. So like. (laughs) like, Yeah. So like to to be honest, like going through somebody's stuff is basically a sign that says, Yo, you need because there's nothing that they can do mm-hmm. to make you feel at ease regarding you feeling like they're cheating on you. Yeah, because if you're doing it, obviously you're already gonna have that preconceived notion that they're doing something shady. So you're going to make yourself find something right. even if it's not there. And we keep it real on Love Lockdown. See, normal people, they're gonna try to sell you therapy. <laughs> right. 
Therapy ain't going to help you when you no. feel like somebody cheating on you all the time. No. It's not. There's no. nothing that a therapist can say. I don't care how much you're paying them per hour to say, hey, you feel like this person cheating on you? This will make you this will make you stop feeling like that. Yeah. No, the other person can't make you stop feeling like that because they didn't make you start feeling like that. Yeah, that's the truth. You can't get therapy for that because you already <laughs> no. are your own therapist. Right. You know what you're doing. You know it. <laughs> and it you're right? in your own head too much mm-hmm. because either you're feeling like you're not worthy of the relationship or you're feeling like you're trying to find a way out of the relationship. So either way, it's over. Yeah. Over before you even looked. Right. <laughs> so have you ever found yourself wondering if you can do better with someone? Yeah. Uh I, I have. I think that was one of the topics. <laughs> I didn't know you was going to pick that one. Yeah. Um, I've thought that a couple times. Like, and guys won't tell you this, but I'm going to be real. You lay in the bed sometimes and look at somebody and be like, um, <laughs> can I marry this person? Probably not. Man, I've done that she, so many times. Man, is she ugly or is she cute? What am I doing? <laughs> I've been with such scummy people that, like, I've looked at their best friends and been like, oh, man, I got the wrong one. <laughs> Seriously. My last relationship before you, listen, it's to the point now, I don't even give a shit. Like, he knows. He's probably listening. I don't care if you're listening. I was looking at your friends like I should have done better. You are wow. a terrible human being. A wow. horrible human being. Wow. <laughs> Somebody right. go run and tell that. You heard, you heard it here first on Love Like Yeah. Now. Yo, you said he that you used to look are. at people's best friends as if you chose the wrong one? His. Yeah. It was, yeah. He was a terrible human being. There's, he was now, so do you think bad. That, do you think that feeling is because he was so bad? Or do you think that feeling was genuine? Like, oh, maybe I should have chose this person. No, it was because he was so bad. I had never felt that way before about anybody before. Like, I'm just not even that type of Like, if you guys know me. You will know. I am not that type of person that when I'm in a relationship, I am with you, okay? I have never done that before him. Like, he was just such a despicable person that it was bad. I was looking like, dog, what did I get myself into and why? Y'all, y'all not in here, so y'all can't see in the studio she turning red. I'm mad thinking about it. And she dark. So she turned <laughs> red and she mad. About it. She get mad he when it get brought up. Absolute scum, but it's okay because sometimes you have to experience scum in order to appreciate. Yeah, sometimes you got to eat trash to appreciate you really a well cooked meal. And boy, was he! Man, because you know I'm steak. <laughs> boy, was he trash? Oh, no, man. but uh, like for real, like, let's be honest. I think most guys have laid in the bed with somebody and just looked at them like, man, either they like, man, this bitch crazy, mm-hmm. or they like, is she cute or ugly? What am I doing here? And or this is the this is the one right here. All right. You'll be with a bad chick and look at her and be like, "Can I get somebody cuter?" <laughs> to question that is terrible. And I'm a, and I'm a, I'm gonna put you on game, dudes. Girls mess with your head. Other girls outside of your relationship, <laughs> yeah. they mess with your head. Let me tell you why they mess with your head. When I used to date chicks and I used to come out public like, "Okay, I'm dating this person," the first thing girls would say is, "Ooh, you dating her?" Mm-hmm. I've never done that to anyone, but yeah, I've seen many women it. do that. No matter who it was. Mm-hmm. Oh, you dating her? Mm-hmm. And it was like kind of like, nigga, you dating down. Yeah. Yeah. And I used to be like, dog. Like, I don't know if they wanted me or 
this was my games or but the messed up thing is right you probably question like did you ever question why and they say anything beforehand like did they see you with that person always ask people that yeah like dude <laughs> what is because i used to no, i used to flat out be like yo what's wrong with her let me know because i can uh change this whole thing around real quick yeah but it's but like they never had an answer for what was wrong it mm-hmm. was more kind of like just uh ill type deal i think it's just messed up when you get that in it's like dude you saw me like talking to this person for Man, a while and then when I we make it official you got problems i think it's more the official Ben told me this girls find officialness mm-hmm. they might think that's the most sexy thing in the world because I tell Britt all the time, if I hadn't known better, I would have wore a wedding ring in college. I would have slayed everything moving without trying. Because girls find commitment sexy. Yeah, we do. I can hang my wedding ring out the window at McDonald's mm-hmm. and get free food. We find commitment sexy and we find men that are good with children sexy. I guess that's the same thing, but it's, yeah. That's the same thing, I feel, right? Because yeah, commitment. commitment is children, point, right? for sure. <laughs> <laughs> like, so it's all commitment at yeah. some point. But listen, let me tell y'all about a company that we're about to switch to real quick so we can pay the bills. Mrs.Kisses.com, we love them, right? We love them so, so much. So let's hear from the owner. Hey, love lockdown babes. I'm Amanda Marie, founder and CEO of MrsKisses.com. I've created the first patented frontless, backless, and strapless bra tool. A tool because it is more of a non-surgical breast augmentation than a bra. Not only does it give you the perfect cleavage you deserve, but it also gives proper support while remaining invisible. I'm so excited to share with all you beautiful ladies out there as well as offer you a special discount using my girl Britt's code, Britt Brat. She is a proud owner of both the Deep Plunge and Modest Plunge bra and can vouch that they're life-changing. I can't wait for you to check it out, mrskisses.com, and get that perfect cleavage you've always desired. So as a woman, I would say that you guys don't typically talk about the future as much, but as a woman, right, how do you feel when... Or early as a man, how do you feel when your woman isn't talking about the future anymore? I was about to say, I ain't no woman. Right. But I caught no, myself. <laughs> one of the greatest joys of being in a real relationship is honestly talking about the future mm-hmm. and planning for the future. As a man, that's one of the funnest things I do with my wife to this day. Like every year, we write goals. Mm-hmm. We got 10 year goals. We got five year goals. We got 20 year goals. We got lifetime goals. We got so many goals that we can go through at the end of three months, see what we've checked off, and see if we need to add anything. Yeah, at the end of every year, (laughs) at the end of every year, we go through and see what goals that we complete that we had on our yearly plan, and everything is set up. And we're always talking about the future. Mm -hmm. What's our next move? What's the best move? What's the smart move? So I feel like when somebody loses the spark, yeah, the just future vision (laughs) the spark to talk about the future with somebody because even when you get engaged and married that's still future stuff when you're in a relationship yeah especially i feel like if you're engaged and there's no excitement to talk about the future like that's already a sign right don't don't get married (laughs) right it's over and of course in order to understand this you gotta be able to talk to your significant other period Mm mm-hmm but being able to talk and have uncomfortable conversations and future conversations are sometimes uncomfortable, whether it comes to kids, yeah. whether it comes to money, whether it comes to moving into a new house, it can be uncomfortable because it can be different point of views. 
but, but you when have somebody, to have that. Yeah, and then you should have fun with it because y'all should be so in sync to where even if y'all disagree, y'all still on the same page somewhat. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy because I've been to weddings. Have you ever been to a wedding and you've just dead ass seen? Like you could physically just see that they weren't going to work out. All the time. And it, and it makes me really wonder, like, if I can see this right now, like, obviously, they felt this. Are people that in denial, or do you think they're just so excited to get married? You know what I mean? Because, like, women, I can see that. Women are very enamored with the wedding thing. Mm-hmm. I think that having a wedding sometimes is more important than actually being married in a lifetime for a female. And I think that's wild. I think that because, well, you know, society kind of sets it up like that. They got you dreaming about weddings. Your, your Barbie got a wedding dress. Um, you know what I'm saying? They got you dreaming about weddings from a young age. Yeah. So I feel as it, and, and wedding is one of the biggest industries in the world. It truly is. Every year. Never coming down. Women love wedding. You know, and some men do. Uh. But <laughs> <laughs> women love weddings dog. i loved our wedding i didn't i don't like i wasn't excited for the actual wedding have I you ever loved cried ours. at somebody's wedding before no you never cried at somebody's wedding Mm-mm. never 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 cried never at anyone's wedding before overcome with emotion no wow. i've never You're cared just a different breed. i've never cared enough about anyone else's relationship like i've been very severely happy for people like mm-hmm. So happy that it made me sick, but I've never been like so emotional to cry or anything like that. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I've just never been so into anyone else's relationship to have an impact right. that much. If that's does that sound messed up? Right. But I, I do, do feel, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So I can see a lot of times where people are doing too much in their in their weddings from the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if you gotta pass around a hat at your wedding and collect money to pay <laughs> Uh, the photographer, the DJ, the performer. That's true. Whoever, Obviously, y'all haven't talked about future goals because y'all couldn't even get to the future of how y'all going to pay for this thing that y'all throwing currently. Mm-hmm. Uh, I kind of feel like that's a, a key right there. Like uh, You're just being too extravagant? Is that not, what you think? It's not being extravagant. It's living beyond your means. And, mm-hmm. and having that feeling, like I said, is more important to some people than the actual marriage. Yeah. And that's got to that's gotta go away. This, it, it, that's got to go. Ha- and to be honest, that's scary. It's very scary. And the crazy part is that when we got married, I remember so many people approached me like, you're the happiest bride I've ever seen. Like, you were just so happy. I was confused. Like, what type of brides are you seeing when you go to these things? Like, I've heard that from so many people as if it was a shocking thing. And it's like, I thought that's what it was supposed to be when you get married. Right. Shouldn't you see the absolute bliss over no, cause the fem- bride and groom's faces? Because females want everything to be perfect or it's a waste of time. So they stress themselves out for a year or two years or however long they're planning their wedding for. <laughs> so wild. Then they age about 10 years before the wedding even starts because they stressed <laughs> out, stressed out. And then they get to the wedding and realize, I don't know how we're going to afford this. I remember how I was so unstressed that my bridal party was like, yo, can you please just have a stressful moment for us so this can be normal? Like, they were begging me just to have a little bit of drama because I just was just not there with that. Yeah, and I think think that should be, like, one of the main things. Like, both people can agree on a big wedding, and that's what y'all want, that y'all happy. Cool. 
I'm not saying a big wedding is a bad thing. No, it's absolutely not. But if I'm going to be honest it, with y'all. Yeah. Our relationship was so happy that we could have got married on the back of a bus. Exactly. On the way to Mexico. And we would have been happy than a month. I I would have been really happy, especially being that I never really like planned out a wedding before in my mind. I didn't grow up with that vision. So right. I feel like when you're a woman and you don't have that vision, like anything can go when it's actually time. Right. <laughs> and we had a ball at our wedding. Yeah, it was so much fun. Your mom helped us plan out our wedding. Yeah. And it was off the chain. Mm-hmm. The wedding, the ceremony, and the reception was... A party for the ages. Everything everything was the best, but I couldn't have ever. As much as I loved it, I would never do it again. And I would never, I could never and would never do it with anybody else. Period. And and, and like I said, just because we had a, a dope relationship from get-go. Mm-hmm. So uh, I don't see how people, you know, well, I got to have this. And a lot of girls will tell you, you I'm, not, I'm not saying yes to a marriage unless my ring is this big. <laughs> Sometimes that don't go too well either, though, because we've seen people that say that and they end up with nothing that Ooh. that big, boy. <laughs> end up with that. End up with that. Uh, <laughs> somebody holding a magnifying <laughs> glass up to that bad boy, like, oh yeah, he sure did got a good one. What's the other one? Special. Did you call him Dusty? What's oh man, the, um, diamond dust. Diamond dust. The diamond dust rings <laughs> are the funniest ones because those are the ones that girls show off more than any other ring. They do. Dude, put that diamond. You got more metal on that ring than diamond. We'll see. It could go opposite, though, because they're just so happy. That might be a good thing. You know what I mean? They're so happy they don't notice it or mind it. So take a picture of your husband. We don't want to see a diamond. Oh, my God. Take a picture of your husband. We want to see a diamond. We got to move on to the next topic, man. We'll be here forever. Gaining weight. Man, I think this one is stupid for this article. This one's really dumb. I think this one is dumb as hell. Yeah. Gaining weight is a sign that the relationship's over. They're full of shit. I feel like sometimes people gain weight because they're happy. Sometimes people gain weight because they got a new job where they're sitting down all day and don't have time <laughs> to work out. Sometimes people gain weight because they have a problem. Sometimes people gain weight because they have bad eating habits together. Yeah, yeah that's the truth. Or their wife cooks really, really good. Really well. <laughs> so you can't say that it's over because both people gaining weight. No, yeah. No, what's that song? That music soul child song. I love you to your. Mm-hmm. Yeah, till your hair turns gray. They said if you gain a little weight, girl. He said a little weight though. He made sure he said a little. He did say little. <laughs> he did say. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess no. to the point if you're not like a totally different person, like if you don't Man, look like you ate look, yourself, if then... you're truly happy with somebody, they could turn into two different people. Yeah, and you will true. be straight. That is very, very true. So I think that's a load of crap. That they, they, they need, they just ran out of stuff for the article, and they were just trying to fill in. Um, I think one that's very important that we got to talk about before this episode is over is. When you start noticing more flaws in the other person, yeah, than actual the good that they good do, stuff, <laughs> yeah, that's how you know it's over. I think that's like the true. When you have that look of disgust on your face <laughs> when you see that person, and I think everybody done been through this. When you just look at somebody and be like, Ugh, <laughs> "Oh my gosh, yes, and absolutely." You, and as a guy, like I'll start picking little stuff out, like, man. Your toes is webbed. Man, see, okay. I do that a lot anyways. That's why you are such a special person to my heart because I, and you can vouch for this. 
if I have a crush or a celebrity, like any type of feeling, if I follow them on Instagram, it's over because I tend to pick people apart. And if I look at you for too long, I am done, done. So imagine me being in a relationship with someone I can't stand. Like I am such a difficult person. Listen, (laughs) I grew up in the household where it didn't matter if you was the flyest dude on earth. You was getting roasted. Yeah. I grew up in the area. We go to school. You could have the flyest J's on the flyest, whatever. And you was getting roasted. So unless you were able to defend yourself by roasting back, you always got roasted. So now I have been trained to instantly when I see somebody already pick them apart. Mm-hmm. So if I'm not in love with somebody, I'm instantly going to see everything that I have a problem with. Why you don't never comb your hair? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, your breath be stinking sometimes. And then the funny part be, oh, you don't mind this breath at first. Right, right, right. And then all of a sudden you sit in the car one day and they bounce out the window and you be like, yo. I just can't stand this motherfucker. <laughs> this motherfucker's breath stinks. Do you, like, you try to sneak the window down a little bit? <laughs> but you know, it's really bad if you actually are like, yo, bitch, your breath stinks. Like, that's when it's that, bad. Okay, listen. Like, if you're doing it's that, going it's too far. over. It's going too far it's when you start done, saying their flaws yeah. to them out If you're loud. doing that, now at this point, you're just being a verbal abuser, so, like, <laughs> it's, you gotta cut it. Like, <laughs> Let it go. It's over. If you start looking at stuff like her wig is on the counter in the bathroom, uh, yeah. and you, you start to be like, I'm tired of seeing this bitch wig. <laughs> it's time for you to go. No, yeah, it's done. Man, it's time for you to go. And like I said, what's the what's the what's the one thing that you looked at somebody and said and you told yourself, like, look, I gotta get out of this before this gets ugly. Oh man. I don't even I can't even with you. You gotta tell me. I can't even with you. What's the one thing that you looked at somebody and said, no, I, I gotta get out of here because that's fucking horrible of me to even think that. Well, it, I've I've told someone they had daddy issues, and when it got to that point, it was like it's time to go. So you started picking him apart like a psychologist. Yeah, it was bad. Wow, like that's so wrong to do. Wow, it was very true though. It was very true. It needed to be said, but like as a girlfriend, I shouldn't probably have been the one that said it. So, <laughs> yo, <laughs> that was like a couple days before the breakup, and then during the breakup, it was like you need severe help. I think the worst one for me. See, yours was actually an issue that you should have a problem with. Yeah, like the worst thing for I ever did, and this girl used to wear heels all the time and shit. <laughs> I woke up one day and I looked at her feet, and her toenail polish was chipped. <laughs> And I'm like, dog, why your toenail polish always chips? <laughs> and then after I said it, I was like, yo, it's time for me to go. I literally knew at the point <laughs> that I started judging her chip toenail polish when she worked all day that it was time for me to get out of there because it wasn't going to get <laughs> no better. Yeah, no, and that's bad because you knew it was because she worked all day. Dog. So obviously she was on her feet. Dog. There's a good excuse for that to be chipped. Dog. When that's bothering you, Now, and I know some people can't deal with ugly feet. <laughs> Like, and I, and I don't, you know what I'm saying? I got a problem when people got ugly feet too. But her feet wasn't even ugly. It was just her toenail polish was chipped all the time. And I was just getting sick of her. Yeah, you gotta, it's gotta, you gotta go. It's over. It's over. It's over. And speaking of over, I think this show's about over. Yeah. And it's, it's sad to go. I had a real good time today. Yeah. Uh, 
had a good time. This was good. This is a good topic. Yeah. I think we could go on again more about this too. Yeah, we could find some uh, topics that we could talk about the whole time. Mm-hmm. Especially that that first one. What was that? Uh, being agreeable. Being too agreeable. Being too agreeable. Yeah. That's definitely one for the books because again, there are a lot of people that just do that agreeing all day long. All right. So before we get out of here, you got to give them your final thoughts. My final thoughts is just if you see the signs. Like, I'm just about to make this really simple. If you see the signs, let it go. Like, life is too short for you to be miserable and to make the other person miserable. And like I said before, if you are to the point where you're actually telling somebody their flaws, you're no longer a good person. You are just being an abuser. And so when you become that, you just got to let it go. My final thoughts for today. I feel as if life only gives you so many minutes. That's why I hate wasting time. So stop wasting time still being with your baby mama because she's your baby mama. Stop being with your significant other because you think nobody else don't want you. Stop being with somebody because they paying all the bills. Go find happiness. Trust me, I know a lot of people who are unhappy but have made so many bad decisions that they refuse to move on. Don't be that person. It's over. Inside of me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Check the chocolate. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Love Lockdown. It's over. If you liked what you heard, please hit the subscribe button to be alerted every time we post a new episode. Do you have some input? Do you have something to say? Don't forget to like us on Facebook and Instagram at Love Lockdown Podcast for all our weekly topics, discussion boards, and giveaways. And please visit LoveLockdownPodcast.com for everything going on with us. That's Love Lockdown Podcast.com. <laughs>